Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. I am your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am feeling all the pressure of the season and rhyming all at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's not even December yet, and um, I have really strict rules about these things, these celebrating Christmas, these crazy Christmas everythings. We don't start celebrating until December because it doesn't start until December Christmas doesn't start until December but last weekend we went to the Christmas market and we went and started the celebrations early because it was the only time me my sister her daughter and Lila could all get together because my sister co-parents with her ex-husband so her daughter spends half her time with her dad Lila spends half her time with the dad and me and my sister rarely see each other so last weekend was the first weekend that we could all get together in December so we ended up going to the Christmas market going to Birmingham having those giant German sausages (laughs) which are ridiculous and my sister went shopping and totally left me holding three giant sausages on my own and not being able to do anything because you can't do anything then they're, they're like three of them put together would have been taller than I mean it's not hard to be taller than me but they would be big that's what I'm trying to say um and then we went to the ballet we went to see the Nutcracker which is obviously a very Christmassy beautiful lovely ballet it's very beautiful and then over the weekend as well we had Ed's daughter's birthday last week that was so we've had a couple of celebrations which has resulted in me basically having Friday night plans Saturday night plans and Sunday socializing which is just unheard of in my world um and I'm very much an introvert so doing all of these things has 
exhausted me and I still have a croaky voice which is way better than it has been but every time I'm tired my voice just goes again and it just makes me want to go and sit in a dark room and rock and on top of all of that it was incept day at school yesterday so I had Lila off school at home for the afternoon after I've been to the gym she was home with me all afternoon and she did nothing but watch back to back Simpsons which brought back some childhood traumas of my big brother stealing the remote to watch The Simpsons. You know, remember those days when we had to watch TV live? And like, you know, The Simpsons was on after Home and Away. And as soon as my brother would get home from work, he would steal the remote and no one else got a choice about what was on the TV. And with all the best intentions in the world, I got nothing done yesterday. I had a list of things that I possibly could have done with Lila at home and her being occupied But I find it so difficult to just do things and not get distracted when she's around. It's really, yeah, it's really difficult. And then on top of all of that, she's not very well today. So I've took her into school this morning and I've been playing catch up all day today of work that I didn't get done yesterday. And I've got a call from the school saying, could you come and get her please? She's bawling. Usually she would be out until kind of 7pm this evening. But not today. She was home pretty early. And now I'm recording this with her downstairs, watching The Simpsons back to back. And, you know, if this is how December is going to be, I'd quite like life to stop so I could get off. Because I have looked at my diary and every weekend is full of plans and it's quite anxiety inducing not to mention kind of all the Christmassy stuff that goes on at school with the choir and the Christmas fairs and the pound coins that you end up throwing at the school gate because you're not sure what you're paying for but there's something to be paid for or there's a show to go to or a Christmas fair to go to and this is how bad things are. My lovely friend Claudia has been in hospital today having a minor operation and I have thought that that sounds better than my actual life today that's when you know things are bad when you know that you would rather be in hospital just to get a day off and have a rest you know you have got issues and Christmas is really not my favourite time of year and I've got so many reasons for it not being my favourite time of year I'm going to tell you all about them but I've also got coping strategies of how to get over things this Christmas because it's only a month of our lives we've just got to do it once a year every year we have this thing called December where everybody else is happy and I am bar humbug I'm not even lying but let me tell you why because firstly I never had Christmas as a child so It is so very difficult for me to try and recreate the magic of Christmas when I never actually experienced the magic of Christmas as a child myself. So I was brought up as a Jehovah's Witness and yes, before you ask, I did not mind not having a Christmas because you do not know what you are missing if you do not have it. I didn't know what Christmas was. I didn't know about the magic of Christmas. I didn't care that everybody else got presents. We still got presents, just not at Christmas. I didn't care. Christmas just seemed like a faff. So, you know, the first time I celebrated Christmas, I was about 15 and a friend's parents invited me over for Christmas Day. 
and it was lovely but I still couldn't work out what all the fuss was about so I really do not mind not celebrating Christmas but as I got older I actually started to dislike it more and more because I never actually had anywhere to go for Christmas. My mum is still a Jehovah's Witness as is my elder brother and my other siblings all had partners, kids and their own partners, families to celebrate with so Christmas became quite a lonely time for me as a single kind of girl in my 20s and then I did spend quite a lot of Christmases with one of my friends and her family who used to take in all the waves and strays, thank you very much, to that lovely family who always had us every Christmas Um, and it was fun because I was young and we had the whole just like let's go out and get drunk on Christmas Eve mentality and then we'd dance the night away, have a great night, sing to Mariah Carey at midnight and then have a hangover all of Christmas Day and that was great in my 20s but you know I didn't have children or a partner or any anything to what's the word I didn't have any responsibilities or anyone else to make Christmas magic for I didn't really care but then I met my ex who absolutely loves Christmas I genuinely have no idea why but he loves Christmas and even with him I didn't feel like I belonged at Christmas I didn't feel that I had anywhere to go on Christmas day And his family all kind of like, it was their thing. And I felt very much like I was an outsider. And quite honestly, I love a glass of red wine or a bottle. Just hand me the bottle with a straw. And nobody else drank. So I was very much a, you can't have a glass of wine type situation. I felt really awkward that I was like, "Hmm, can somebody pour me a wine, please? But then I had a baby. And I thought I might enjoy Christmas for her. But still, no. She was a baby. She didn't really get it. So, and I started all those foolish things like the elf on the shelf. And I wish I'd never, ever done it. I've regretted it ever since. Um, And I've genuinely, and I'm going to have to whisper this because I really hope she can't hear me. Because I don't know if she believes in Santa anymore. I don't know. And I genuinely have real issues with us telling our kids that some old man called Santa brings all the children from all around the world anything they could ever dream of because he can't because he's not real and it gives our kids unrealistic expectations and what about those kids that may not even get what they want for Christmas do they start believing that they're naughty will this become a core memory for them Lila's core memories are most definitely of me being a proper bar humbug about Christmas, but with massively good reasons. Um, Thank God she's got a father who loves Christmas and she can go and enjoy and love it with them. (laughs) But I never went into parenting to be a single parent. I didn't go into parenting wanting to create Christmas magic on my own when I have no clue how to do it or what I'm doing. Um, The last couple of Christmases have been okay because I've been with Ed. We literally met this time two years ago. We met on the 29th of November 2021. So this is our anniversary today. Happy anniversary, us. But this year I've still got the same problem that I've had for the last five years because it is just me and Lila on Christmas morning and Christmas Eve. And I know it's going to sound awful, and but I think quite a lot of you will resonate with me because Christmas as a single adult in your household is really really lonely and that's not to mention the pressure of buying presents as a single income household and myself 
I'm a self-employed single income household. Like the pressure of it all is just, it's too much. But I do have some coping strategies to deal with all of this because I'm not joking when I say I get anxiety about Christmas. I may be a life coach, I may do all the self-development work, but when these beliefs have been ingrained into you from childhood and your childhood experiences, they still trigger you. And it's fine, These you can still have triggers even when you've got over things. So I still get quite triggered um, by Christmas and lots of the things that happen around Christmas and all of the stuff that is just really overwhelming. So firstly, I have planned my diary for the month ahead. My entire diary for December is planned. I know when I am working, I know what calls I've got in with clients, I know what social activity I have got, I know when Lila has social activities, I know when Lila is going to choir and when she is in the town hall's choir and all the other things that Lila is doing, everything is in my diary for the month ahead and there is no room for anything else. I have broken it down and if I try to squeeze just one more lunch, dinner or Christmas drinks in, I am going to put myself over the edge. There will be no room for me to take some time out. So apologies to all those friends I haven't seen all year and I am absolutely gutted that I'm not catching up with people, that I won't be able to see people but this year has been spent building my business putting a fairly new relationship we've been together two years putting that first and finding peace within myself to be able to just block out all the noise that's going on around me and focus on what I want from my life so I won't catch up with an awful lot of people over Christmas and I probably won't catch up with them in the new year either because I've got so many things that I'm trying to achieve at the moment there's just no space or time and I have to take time out for myself first and I can allow that to happen I can lose those people because people are in your life for a reason a season or a lifetime and if they are true friends we will be friends for life when the circumstances allow us to come back together and often we are just in different seasons of life with people a lot of my friends at the moment have had babies like little little babies or are pregnant and I'm I have a nine-year-old and I'm in a relationship with somebody who's got like teenage daughters. So we have an awful lot of independence back now that our children are older. And it's so nice to be able to have that independence and not have little children relying on us. So I'm just in a very different season to a lot of my friends at the moment. And I can allow all of that to happen because I'm definitely in hustle season. Hustle season to get my business working for me. Along with the diary planning though, I also, I track my cycle all the time anyway. I track when when I'm due on, when I'm ovulating, when all of those things are happening because I, I know exactly when I will be at my most energetic this month. And lucky me, I'm actually due on my period on Christmas Eve. So lucky Lila and lucky people who I'm spending Christmas with. And I know you all really wanted to know that. Oversharing, sorry. But I'm actually spending Christmas with Ed's family. So... I know on the actual day that I won't have to do very much except for show up, have a few glasses of wine, eat, drink, nap and be merry. So actually that couldn't be more perfect for me, for me to just be able to chill out for those few days 
and know that I have a few days then with Lila and I'm going away for my birthday. So amazing because my birthday is the worst birthday ever on the calendar. It's the 30th of December. And if you've got a birthday between Christmas and New Year, you will understand my pain. But it's even worse because it's the day before New Year. I may as well just say, my birthday's on New Year. Let's celebrate then. But anyway, I use an app called Stardust to track my cycle. And I got it from the Law of Attraction Changed My Life and her little book club. She recommended that, Francesca Amber. And it's the best thing ever because I have been tracking my cycle since I have been in the book club and... Yeah, it's been it's been life changing, I'd like to say. And then I take some time out for me and me alone. So along with my diary planning, there are sections in my diary when I know that Lila will be with her dad. I know that she's gonna be at school at Brownies, like Ed will have his children. I know that I have got time to spend on my own and if that is me blocking out time to go to the gym if that is me blocking out time to just walk the dog to clear my head which is like my best thing I do that every single day I walk the dog spend time on my own and just clear my head if that's time for me to read my book or take a long hot bath I need that time that space I need to regroup I need to recharge I need to think and if I don't have that time I get really really anxious and it really gets to me um and i mean this has been really difficult to do i have to i have to admit this is a really difficult one to do but i keep up my gym sessions in december and i know it's hard because there's so many things going on and there's so much you know you could do this or you could do this or you could go out drinking or you could come to our christmas party and that will make you not want to get up in the morning to go to the gym but I need to go to the gym. I need to let off steam. I need those endorphins more than I usually would to keep me happy, to keep me ticking and to keep my head clear. It's more of a mental health thing for me to go to the gym than it is anything else. So I have been keeping up my gym sessions. I saw a challenge on the Joe Wicks app the other day, which is a complete at least 12 exercise sessions in the whole of December. And that's genuinely not too much to ask. It's genuinely not too much to ask. So I will be keeping up with my gym sessions and keeping my endorphins high, keeping my energy high and keeping my head clear for the whole of December. Have you broken your New Year's resolutions yet? I have to admit that I don't do New Year's resolutions because they just don't work. So instead, I set myself goals based on what area of life I want to improve. And this year, it's my health and fitness, growing my coaching business and paying off my debts, which is a whole other story as I was left in a considerable amount of debt by my ex-partner. I have reflected on last year and worked out what went well and what didn't, which means I can use that as a pathway into how I can actually achieve my goals this year. I would love to help you do the same using my coaching skills and tools. I use these myself and I can help you reflect on last year, work out what is important for you to achieve this year and put some tangible steps in place for you to achieve what you set out to do this year. I'm offering a one hour one to one session for just £24 for you to set your goals this year. These spaces are limited and there's a link in my bio for you to book yours.
Now this one, I might sound crazy, probably not, but I have playlists for all occasions. I have a playlist for when I'm cooking. I like to have some kind of chill out music on while I'm cooking. Or if I've got Lila in the kitchen with me, I end up listening to an awful lot of Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, as we know all the words to every single track. Um, I have like a queen playlist to get me in the mood for, you know, when I am presenting or when I am on calls and one-to-one clients or I have things that get me in warrior mood so I get myself ready to go out for a run or if I'm angry or I've got loads of different playlists and if I need to bring myself back down to earth and I need to just bring myself into the here of now because I'm feeling all the pressure of everything going on around me I've got a real chilled like classical music playlist that I play and that just brings me back to the here and the now And it helps me to just reduce the anxiety and stops me losing my shit. And it is totally acceptable to lose your shit at this time of year. It's totally acceptable to lose your shit most of the time, let's be honest, because there's an awful lot of pressure on us. Especially if we're single, we end up doing everything. And honestly, sometimes I just want somebody to take my bins out for me. So all I wish for, somebody to come and take the bins from the kitchen to the cold outside but (laughs) it is acceptable to lose your shit because you need to do it in a controlled way holding on to these emotions isn't going to help anyone so if you are feeling triggered and I get triggered all the time I get triggered by Lila quite a lot of the time um her dad is Disney dad quite a lot of the time and I can't compete and it makes me think I wish I could uh, change but I can't control him or his behavior or the way they spend their time together and it's wonderful that they have that time together so I'm, I'm really glad that she's got that close relationship with him but sometimes it does get to me so I have to just take a deep breath I have to move that trigger to another part of my brain and I come back to it later when I can't deal with it I can give myself the time and the space to scream and get that out and think and express my frustrations in a healthy way not just holding them in then when I do get a moment to myself I can lock myself in the bathroom and scream into a pillow (laughs) a really good way of just dealing with it there and then getting those frustrations and moving those emotions out just scream into a pillow and it's kind of gone but if I really want to move that emotion of whatever it is that's frustrating me out then I put my warrior playlist on yes I've got a warrior playlist on and it's full of kind of angry music that I'll just put my headphones in take myself out for a run and get my body moving listening to loud music and singing it angrily in my head and it just moves the energy out of my body it moves all those emotions out of my body going to the gym using a punch bag is even better but you have to do whatever you can do in that moment to just get it out do whatever works for you to just get that emotion and move it through because if you hold on to that emotion it is going to stay with you and it will just come up at another time when you're not expecting it and somebody's done something silly like broken an egg 
and that emotion will come back up and it will trigger you. And it won't be the egg that's broken that's triggering you. It will be whatever it is that's happened before, that's happened before, that's happened before that and you've held on to it. So scream, cry, move your body, get all of the emotion out. I also put a boundary on alcohol in place over December because um, I have a tendency to, if there's alcohol in the house, I will drink it. So I don't keep alcohol in my house, um, especially if I'm like in a really frustrated place and I think that alcohol is the answer. It's really not. So I don't keep alcohol in the house. I don't drink in the week unless we're out for dinner or it's a special occasion. I guarantee you I'll be drinking tonight because it's our anniversary. <laughs> but if I drink in the week, I won't be getting up in the mornings to exercise. It will drain my energy. It's a depressant. So if you're feeling drained from this season already, drinking alcohol isn't going to help. Just just think about you know your consumption. Think about whether you feel happy with your consumption. It's not it's not for me to say whether you're happy with your consumption. For me. It's not keeping alcohol in the house. It's not drinking in the week unless it's a special occasion or we're going out for dinner. But finally, if you are dating at this time of year, I would totally stop because frankly, it is depressing. Swiping, looking for someone you could spend your next Christmas with. Because that's what you're thinking. You know, you're thinking, oh, I just want to be able to spend somebody, spend Christmas with somebody next year. And it puts pressure on the date. So why don't you just take December off dating, regroup, start again in January. You will be fe- you will be feeling fresh. You'll be feeling ready to take dating on after you've spent this season as a single person. You'll be ready to think, okay, I want somebody. I want to spend my life with somebody. And you'll be ready to start thinking about whether you are ready to date and if you are not ready to date, if you don't know what you're looking for or why you're looking for it, and mostly if you are unhappy with yourself, with your own life, you're just going to attract the wrong types and you will start questioning yourself. You won't trust your own intuition. So just stop, take, take a break, take a moment out. And if you are spending Christmas with your family or if you are spending Christmas with those people who are going to say things to you like, why haven't you got a boyfriend yet? Why aren't you in a relationship? Blah, 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 blah. And asking about your relationship status or the worst ones are like, why aren't you having another baby? Why aren't you having a baby? Have you got got a bloke? Oh, la, 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 la. All of those things, all of those older generation family members who we all encounter. So I read um, Denise Duffield Thomas's book, is it chill and prosper? Is it get rich, lucky bitch? But her advice for like entrepreneurs like myself is when people ask you what you do and you don't have an answer because you're like, oh, I'm a dating coach and grandparents don't understand that. She's got this thing where she's like, oh, try the bean dip. And I think that's a very Australian thing, but actually it could work so well for us if we've got questions from all of those relatives about our relationship status, babies, what our relationship plans are. How about you just say, hey, try the sour cream with your Doritos. Give them a dip, distract them, offer them some food, (laughs) send them to the buffet. But heck, try the whole thing of just taking the, yeah, I'm great, thank you. No, 
I'm not in a relationship right now. Try the bean dip, the sour cream, the hummus, whatever it is that you're eating off the buffet at that moment in time and distract them from your relationship status because it is nothing to do with them. But these are my top coping strategies for the month ahead for you. So number one, diary plan. Don't overbook yourself. Book some time in for yourself. Cycle track so you know that you are prepared for whenever your period is coming in the next month. You are going to know that you need some extra time out, some extra rest and some early nights and to stay away from people and dating. Take time to just be alone. So just block out a couple of, you know, even if it's an hour a week in your diary, take just an hour a week to be alone, recharge, take yourself for a coffee, read your book, sit in silence and meditate or rock if you have to. Have some playlists ready for whatever occasion. If you need downtime, download some classical music. I went to see Ludovico and Audi recently. I'm not a classical music person, but it was just enchanting and beautiful and really good grounding music to bring you back to the here and now. If you are angry and you need to scream, maybe download some Pink because she is always angry and go and scream into a pillow listening to Pink screaming about her ex. Lose your shit, but in a controlled manner. Park your triggers and deal with it when you have the time and the space, but make sure you do deal with it by screaming, by crying, by moving your body. Exercise, dance, run, whatever it takes. Have some boundaries with the booze and delete the dating apps. Try all of those things to cope with the month ahead if you are single if you are a single mom, and try the bean dip, like Denise Duffield Summer says, to try and distract people from talking about you when you don't want to discuss what your relationship status is. It's nothing to do with anyone else. And that is it from me this week. Um, I'm going to tend to my poorly child, who, is she poorly, is she not? Rosy cheeks, bit of a temperature and a sore throat. Or is she just trying to get out of going to choir tonight is what I'm thinking. Anyway, until next time, have a lovely week. Much love. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Healing with Healing. If you are struggling in the dating and relationship game, I can support you to gain unshakable self-worth and become the best version of you to attract the best person for you with my one-to-one coaching program, Be You for Rendezvous. There is a link in the show notes if you would like to find out more about my one-to-one coaching and how I can support you, or please feel free to slide into my DMs on Insta and ask me any questions. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching, and this is where I share a lot of my dating journey, pictures of Ed, Lila, and of course, Frankie the Frenchie. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, please follow my show so you don't miss an episode. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to rate and review to help me reach more ladies who need to hear this healing journey to inspire them to heal from their own trauma and find lasting love. Catch you on the next episode of Healing with Healing. Are you a single, career or family driven woman, but you just cannot get lucky in love? Have you got back into the dating game after a long-term relationship breakdown and you are now confused and overwhelmed by men and dating?
Have you been on what feels like hundreds of first dates, but never seem to get a connection? And are you now wondering if there are any genuine committed men left in the world? I know, I feel you. I've been there. But I invite you to join me in my How to Find Lasting Love mini-series workshop to find out what actions you need to take to attract that lasting, loving relationship that you truly desire. These are three 10-minute-ish videos supporting you to find that secure, loving relationship that you desire. They cover how to successfully date after divorce, how to heal your relationship with men and how to shift your energy to attract that masculine man you desire. There is a link in the show notes for you to get access to those mini workshops. Go check them out and I shall see you there.